Welcome to The Money Mavens, the podcast for the go-getter female entrepreneur who loves money and wants to create more in her life and business with ease and flow whilst having fun. With myself, Charlotte Balbier, multi-seven-figure brand builder and my partner in success, Josie May, global six-figure business coach. Join us for all things business, manifesting, spirituality, strategy and wealth management combined with our strong opinions, a few naughty words, and a double dose of reality. So pull up your seats at the success table with us, Charlotte and Josie, the Money Mavens. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Money Mavens with me, Josie May, and my gorgeous co-host, Charlotte Balbier. Hey guys. So today we have named this episode JFDI, which if you don't already know, means just fucking do it. And we really wanted to talk today about procrastination in business and the excuses that people come up with, waiting for things to be perfect. And it's just the biggest block, isn't it? It is the number one block in business I would say totally I'd, I'd go as far as to say that and it's the number one thing I hear all the time is people standing in front of their own success because they're making a million excuses for why they can't take action yeah and it's usually because they're scared yes yes it's fear it is fear and um so let's give some examples of when people are blocking themselves so cock blocking cock blocking <laughs> yourself in business um, I think most of our listeners don't have cocks, but if they did, they'd be blocking. <laughs> you can cock block yourself and not have a cock. Yeah, okay. And if you do have a cock and you're cock blocking yourself as well, then... Lucky you. <sighs> Lucky you. So, um, ways that... We're going to like call you out now. Ways that you might be doing this. So, it could be launching your offer. So, you've got this idea or you've got this product or you have something... And you just not launched it yet. You're kind of waiting for the perfect time or you're waiting for it to be finished perfectly or you're waiting to tweak bits or waiting, 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 waiting. Yeah, for this perfect thing. But what is perfect? Or waiting for the right time or yeah. I should I should launch it in October because that's just before Christmas. Like just, it's just excuses. That's excuses. And there's no such thing as perfect because what I think is perfect Josie thinks perfect what you think is perfect and I don't even believe in the word perfect but ideal you know ideal is not someone else's ideal we don't know what's going on in someone's life so waiting for it to be perfect and it's just a waste and I know that Charlotte and I are both being a little bit like ballsy and a bit sassy about this don't get us wrong. Oh, yeah. We've we've been there. We we you know. I'm definitely a recovering perfectionist. Yeah. I am naturally a perfectionist, and when you work in the wedding industry like I did, there is it's natural to be a perfectionist because you're making I made wedding dresses, so they have to be perfect. And it's taken me four years to get out of that mindset. Of yeah. It doesn't have to be perfect, and you've been really great with that because you you're always like just fucking do it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, but, oh, you know, I just want to tie a bow around it and, like, make it look amazing. And you're like, it doesn't need all that. Totally. <laughs> and it's like, you know, if we were waiting for it to be perfect, we would never have launched anything. anything because you never 100% think this is perfect. No one ever does. If you're waiting for that, it's not going to happen. It's funny, actually, because Charlotte is definitely more the perfectionist of us two. 
However, one of my clients has taught me something in the last, when I'm, so I was helping one of my clients, Kat, with her web, web page. And I was like, trying to get the picture right. And she was like, Josie, it's fine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, 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 it needs to go. And she was like, Josie, it's fine. And I was like, oh, I am being a perfectionist here. because it was for someone else. Yeah, maybe it was because it was but for someone like, else. I wanted it to be, to be really good. Yeah. Perfect. And we were doing it together. Like I was going through it with her. But um, yeah, it was actually, and I was like, oh, I'm being a perfectionist. It was quite... I'm rubbing off on you. <laughs> you were rubbing off on me, yeah. I think when it comes to things like um, sales pages and stuff, that I'm a bit more... Like, well, there's this formula, isn't there? There's like a certain structure to the way that works. And yeah. you are quite like methodical and you like you like to follow a structure. I do. So, and you are, you know, you're right to follow that because it works. It does work, yeah. But sometimes, and I know I've done it, I'm perfecting things because actually I'm just really scared of taking the action. Yeah, so, or putting it out there, putting your offer. Yeah. So if we're talking about launching your offer... Usually the reason people are delaying and procrastinating and coming up with every excuse under the sun is because they're scared it won't sell. They're scared what people will think. They're scared they're going to be judged. They're scared that it isn't good enough. They're scared that they'll put it out there and there won't be one single buyer and they'll just be disappointed. One of the best pieces of advice I got when I was doing that, when I moved into this industry, I I always thought that you had to write all the content before. So it's like, oh, I need the perfect workbooks. They have to look amazing. The content has to be perfect. I need the videos. and, and Do then, it as you go. My, yeah, <laughs> my, coach, my coach was like, but you've not sold anything. You've not even told anyone about it. And I was like, oh, and it was such a revelation. It's like, what, you sell it and then you build the course. And yeah. when I realized that, I was like, it, I was so relieved. And it kind of gave me permission to think, okay, well, yeah, it, it, it's right. But obviously when you make products, you do it the other way around. You, have to, you need the product then go to market so it was really hard for me to get my head around that but you can procrastinate you can have a product as well and procrastinate be like oh I'll just I don't know I'll add a button there or I'll you know I'll change the design it could be that you're an artist or something and you know like but to what it's perfect to the person that's going to buy it Exactly. And and people aren't always looking for perfection. They're no. just looking for something that they desire. desire. Yeah. That's and that's... Gonna, like if it's a service, it's the, how are you going to, well, in fact, with anything is they've got a problem and you can help them find a solution. It doesn't matter what you're selling. That's what the nuts and yeah. cracks of it. So the problem saying, might be one, I want to be like, say, for example, I want to look really good and I want to feel stylish. And so somebody could sell really cool coats and that would solve that problem. Exactly. Or it could be, I want to make more money in my business. And so th- the solution is to join a mastermind or the solution is to get support from a coach because they know that they're going to help them through that. So, you know, it's always whatever you're doing in business, you're solving a problem. And so, um, like just trying to get it perfect it's so it's exhausting exhausting and like drop it basically drop it because it's going to make another one so another thing where we see people procrastinate is getting support from support from a mentor or a coach or a mastermind or a group or training like like We've heard so many times, this isn't the right time or, and, it, it's, and it's, it's so the right time because it's stuck. If we got money for every time we heard these things, we wouldn't need to be the money mavens. We could just live off this money. So I need all my, I need all my ducks to be in a row. I've got some loose ends I need to tie up before I commit to this. A lot going on in my life. And like, and obviously you, I don't ever want to be like, 
Ruth's one like, well, newsflash, everybody's in the same boat, but kind of, we are all in the same boat. We've all got, this, I don't know, one person that's listening to this and be, you'd be like, oh my God, my life is, so, I've got my shit sorted. As if no I've one else. I've got all my loose ends tied up. I've got, everything's amazing. I've got nothing that I'm trying to like sort out. Life's hunky-dory. I mean, can you imagine? I don't, is life ever I don't know perfect? anyone's got that life, exactly. Absolutely, no. There's always something going on with it. There's always an excuse. Always. An we excuse. can all we can all have an excuse. And I think something. I think it was actually my granddad used to say to me when I was younger. I, I would say about procrastinating stuff, and I'd say, "Well, it's not the right time." And he'd say, "Darling, it's never the right time. It's never the right time to. When is it the right time to buy a house? Well, never, because moving house is stressful. When is it the right time to have a baby? Well, never, because they just. Turn There's always a reason why it's not a good time. Down. Yeah. I'm procrastinating at the moment. I'm getting a new dog because I've always had a dog. I've not had one for four years and I've made it into this big thing. And I keep saying, I just keep saying, why haven't you got yeah, a dog everyone yet? Everyone keeps saying to me, why haven't you got a dog? Like, I am the dog whisperer. Oh, it's not. And I say it. It's not the right time. But when will it be the right time to get a dog? Exactly. Never. Dogs are a commitment, and, yeah. but they're also amazing. So you've got to. But I've obviously, it's deeper than that. There's something that I'm, you know, but everybody's got something. Always something. Always something. There is never the perfect time to do anything. It's like meeting your perfect man as well. That doesn't exist because there's no such thing as the perfect man, perfect woman, perfect friend, perfect child. Like nothing is. So when we let go of that perfectionism, actually, it's a massive relief. It is a relief. And you're like, what? I can just do stuff. And, you know, again, it comes down to fear. So say, for example, somebody... We spoke to quite a few people recently who have like reached out to us and they've been like, we're really interested in your mastermind. Like, it sounds so incredible. It's something I wanted, but it's just not the right time for me. One, they're reaching out. So it, it's clearly, they, they, do, need they do need something. Um, when they say, when people say things, and this is not just to us, but you'll hear it as well in business. You know, I feel I've got too much on. I'm really overwhelmed. Well, never have you ever needed more support then. Yeah, it's like it's, it's almost like they're seeing the support as extra work yeah. when actually it's going to be taking a lot Solution. off the plate. I know. And but when people come to us like that, we're like, for us, we're like, okay, if that's what you feel, that's fine. Because we don't want oh, people no. in our group that are making excuses all the time. And don't get us wrong, we make excuses, everyone does sometimes. But when you when you can't even see that benefit the benefits of something it's it's not you know it's not right so it's it's really useful for you to work out where you are procrastinate when you're blocking yourself so another place is marketing I see this all the time Mm -hmm. so business owners who have got an incredible product or an incredible service um but just not telling anyone about it it's like they're hiding from marketing and you're a business at the end of the day how do you expect you know, some lucky businesses live off word of mouth, but it's rare. You have to be very established for that. Like I've worked in industries, in lots of different industries, and every industry is the same. Word of mouth comes with time. Yeah. I'm not talking six months. I'm talking years. You've got to build that. And it's amazing once you get it. And it's definitely something we all should be working towards, but it does take time. It's very rare you... I know we are bombarded with overnight successes. I had my first multi-six-figure year in six months or I'm a seven-figure business in a year. We hear it all the time, but pretty low it's amount. very rare. <laughs> if that was the case, everybody would be We'd all be loaded, yeah. Multi-million pound entrepreneurs. And the thing is, it takes hustle 
it takes mm-hmm. some hustle to to get your business up and running and like we're, I don't mean like a little bit of a year hustle I mean like the first five years you really got a push and you know Charlotte and I have come together as a money mavens now and we're in hustle mode again because we had got to a point where we could relax a little bit and what we've noticed is we we need to up that again because we're bringing out a new business and whilst we're the same people our business is different our audience has grown massively with different people that have no idea don't know who we are what we are about are we trustworthy you know they don't they've not been in our programs they've not done one-to-one they don't know what results they don't know our long back history of so you have to remember that when well we've had to remember that when people start following you the first time you presume they know but of course you don't know unless you tell them so you've got to tell them you've got to market yourself you've got to be and it isn't bold in like yeah saying it and it's not the bit that most people like in business you know like Charlotte and I love supporting people one-on-one in groups like we love helping businesses grow and doing your marketing and doing a a, a workshop on Instagram live, for example, you can't see that. You can't see that back straight away. You don't get the, you don't see the results the same way. So it's not as fun as when you're actually in the trenches with someone, you're supporting them. However, that's what gets people to a point of trusting you. And, and so we're quite aware at the moment that we need to step it up. Like we spoke about it. We have stepped it up, but we need to step it up even more. We know that, don't mm-hmm. we? And we are. And we are doing for sure. Um, but like if you're holding back on your marketing, why? And again, same as everything, it's because you're scared. Yeah, and I've, I've worked with a lot of product and service-based people. And I look at people's sales and I'll say, well, why isn't this performing? And they're like, and I'll look at the product say, for example. I'm like, this is, amazing this is like a really oh well um i've not told anyone about no one really knows we do that what's the point of having it absolutely no point same with the service you know i've not sold any of my coaching packages yeah but have you told anyone about it like you want people won't go to your website gone are the days when people google stuff go to your website and they see an amazing website and they go through it we've got information overload now so i think websites will be gone in the next few years i don't think we'll have them at all I think all networking, all marketing and everything will be done through socials, in, I think in person, all that, you know, LinkedIn, all that. I don't think that we'll have websites like we have them now, especially. It just, we won't, it won't happen. I, my website went down months ago. I'm not, I've just not got it back up and running. Um, because no hate, one said anything. Because I hate tech. Uh, now, you know, I admit it. And I've, no one said anything. I've still got business. Nothing's changed. And it made me realise that, it was just a vanity thing. I just wanted something really pretty because I do like pretty things. So you just, I just carried on what I do, which is just talking in social media and, you know, word of mouth. Still getting sales. Still getting sales. Nothing's changed. So you've got to be prepared. What the point of this is, you don't Is expect, there a point? Yeah, there is a point. <laughs> that is, oh, um, we'll get there in the end. <laughs> is that you can have an amazing website and like, amazing shop you might have an amazing service it doesn't matter what it is if no you're one not knows. telling people consistently can't tell them once consistently they're not going to buy from you exactly full stop and as well as marketing the other thing is that people procrastinate on block themselves is asking for the sales so they'll mm. they'll go out and talk about the business but then won't say buy this yeah you know, link here. This yeah, time you buy it. you've got to give people a call to action. And I hear so much, but I don't want to be salesy. You're a business. Do you think Apple go? Oh, this advert's a bit salesy. Oh, Do they? Yeah. 
Do you think the big successful businesses are like, oh, is this a little bit salesy? No. Oh, what if someone thinks Bill's crashed into buying into our multi-billion pound company? Exactly. No. They don't care. And, and I think this is a specific thing for solopreneurs because we are the face of our business. And like, I'm saying it in this way, but I felt, felt this so many times. I still feel it now sometimes like, oh, I feel like I'm talking about sales too much. But then I'd like check myself and I'm like, Josie, you're a business and that's what you have to do. And also, we're not selling something that's not going to get results. If you were selling something that was a con, say, or was like, you know, like I, I'm, there's certain things. Snake I'm, oil. Yeah. Snake oil. <laughs> like suddenly we start talking about Bitcoin. I've got no idea. And I'm, apparently, obviously it is really successful. But suddenly if I was like, oh yeah, Bitcoin, da, 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 it wouldn't feel right with me. But I've noticed all over everywhere lately, he keeps everyone's now selling Bitcoin. I feel like we obviously next week we'll be like talking on the podcast about Bitcoin. We're like, we've got that, the money maven's Bitcoin. That's not gonna happen. <laughs> but you've got to do something that you know is gonna get results. So if we're talk you're talking about your offer and you know that your clients are getting results, you're not doing anything wrong. In fact, you're doing a disservice to people if you don't tell them about it. Same if you've got a product. You know, I see a lot, um, I work with a lot of creatives, like people that have got amazing, um, like artists or they've got um, a VA business. It could be anything. You know, they're helping people. And you, and that's, a, the bit here is confidence as well, yeah. because, you know, it's so easy to focus on what isn't going well or what yeah. isn't too good as opposed but to focusing, yeah, or as opposed to focusing on the great stuff. And so, you know, a lot of people I see is like, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if people are going to like what I've got to sell. I don't know if it's good enough and it's so good. And you're like, it's, it's, it's about a confidence thing. Um, people only buy what they want to buy. So stop worrying about it. Yeah. You're not going to railroad somebody into it. You know, people, we're, these are, we're grown women. You just need to do it. So if someone clicks on your link and buys something, you have not made them do it. Exactly. <laughs> All you've done is tell them about something they need help with and they've gone, oh, I've got a problem with that. I see that this person does it here's the link to buy it amazing yeah so stop over analyzing and stop worrying about being salesy because it really is not a bad thing it's only a bad thing if you are being underhand and not honest and you're not yeah no one listening to this is gonna be yeah. like that we're not selling snake oil although yeah, is there a market for snake oil well apparently that's what they used to do <laughs> you know like back in the days when they had like the caravans and they'd say that the snake oil would would it would you know um like cure, cure all the ailments and it was just i don't know what it was olive it oil or something snake oil. no i don't know what it was um <laughs> so do. another way that people block their growth in business all the damn time is building a team yeah delegating Stop delegating i feel like we're telling and it's all today. it's also it's the financial thing like one of the biggest things that I see my clients struggle with, and I know I've struggled with it myself at times, is spending money. Yeah. Um, on things you can do yourself. On things you can do yeah, yourself. That's a big one, isn't it? Like I can make a workbook. I can, I can build a funnel. Yeah, great. I'm sure you can. But could how you long is it going to take you? Selling a 10k package or uh, shipping an order for 80 of your products. Exactly, and if you can't do everything, and if you try and do everything, then you're slowing down your business growth. So like get support, pay for somebody in a team. And it doesn't like start off small. Um, and the first person I got after I had started my business was actually a cleaner. It wasn't to do with my business, but what it did do 
was it allowed me some time, free up, freed up my time so that I could spend that on the business. And then I got a virtual assistant who could do things that were a bit mundane. And can I just interject there and say, she doesn't just have a cleaner now. No, have a housekeeper. I have a housekeeper now. She has gone <laughs> extra. I've gone extra. So the, three times a week now. Three times a week. Why are you just showing off? I know. <laughs> but when she talks about the housekeeper, I'm like, oh, you rich bitch. You it's me- the best money that I spend. Well, and they do everything for you. Everything. All the laundry, all the ironing, organizing, tidying, cleaning. And I'm only jealous because I want well, somewhat a housekeeper three times a week. Yeah, it I is. could have one. You could have one, but you've got your mum. I have. <laughs> I have got my mum. My mum does loads for me. She's retired. She needs to, you. She's. Bored. I don't think so, but and she's always at church. Shall I've been round to your house and I've done your ironing, and I was like, you don't need a housekeeper. You've got one. I've got a free house. Free it's one. Amazing. Um, but yeah, that's like, and if you think about those hours that our housekeeper spends in the house, which is ten hours a week, uh, those ten hours I get back. And not only in your business, but you have quality time with your husband, yeah. which is really, really important to yeah. have quality time with your husband. You and the kids. Quality time with your children. You get to go on dog walks. You might need to go and have your nails done. Whatever it is, it's not just, you're not sat always for those hours doing work. It's quality of life. So you recognize that the things that were really getting you down, and they were getting you down, getting your wrist dressed up and you're like peed off, weren't you, with all the laundry, which yeah. we can all relate to. Oh you my might, god! Well, it's not my zone of genius, you know. Oh like some god, people, god. I've got friends that enjoy doing it, and if oh, you enjoy god. it, do it all day long. But I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah, so I clean on the Friday. I do not want to clean my own house. No, I exactly. I don't. And if you do, great. If you yeah. enjoy it, you put on a podcast, you love it, fine. But if you're kidding yourself and saying that you're doing it, and when you could pay someone fifteen pounds an hour to do it for you, why would you do that when you could? I, I know in an hour I can make a lot more than fifteen quid. So why would I spend my time doing something I can pay? It, it, it just doesn't make sense when you add up the numbers. And I know it's scary to spend when you've not seen the return yet, but you're not going to see the return unless you invest yeah. in support. You're just going to go around in the vicious, frustrated. I see of so many, I see so many women who are tech, like Charlotte's not great at tech, oh, but you're, <laughs> you don't try and do it. Um, but so many, like I've had clients that are like trying to put together a funnel. I'm like, you can hardly do and send an email without it blowing your mind. Pay someone, please. Yeah, I would and, never attempt it. And they'll, it'll blow the mind for two days trying to do it. And they've got nowhere with it. And I'm like, in those two days, you could have done some really good stuff that would have really helped you and just paid someone 100 quid or something just to get it done. And so I always it's false start, economy. Yeah, I always start my day with how am I going to make money today? Every single day, I always think, well, how will I make money today? And then she does a little money dance. <laughs> do, do, do. I'm going to make oh, money today. I wish it was on video because you could see my mum I'm moves. not sure if anyone listened to the Oh, baby. I'm telling you. Um, uh, that's my money dance. <laughs> but I don't think, oh, how can I build the best funnel? <laughs> kill me now but okay. if you love it like me i love a funnel yeah you oh. do you like i'm not that i i love selling i like helping people i love networking i love solving problems i like being creative they're all the things and i know what my zone of genius are and i stay well away from anything that isn't um and i've there's been moments where i've tried to do things because i had it in my head that i had to learn everything and i was like why do i need why? to learn why? you've only got so much brain space you don't need to learn pay it. someone so, who's yeah, really I'm, good at it I've got I if I and there's somebody for everything like if you want a tech genius there is somebody out there who is a whiz at funnels or it might be um 
you haven't got time to do reels. There'll be somebody out there that's a reels expert. This is an expert for everything. And what you find horrendous, they find like perfect. It's like the dream job. I'll give you an example of this. So when Charlotte and I started doing the Money Mavens podcast, uh, this podcast in fact, um, we were like, okay, we need to do a jingle to start it off with. And oh, so yeah. we recorded it and I was like, it's all right, I'll just put it to music. I can be a bit like this, you say, but I'll just put it to music. And so we did the recording. I was trying to put it to music. Honestly, it took me about. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was shit. I love you, but it was shit. It was shit. <laughs> so then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to check on Fiverr. So if you've never been on Fiverr, it's F-I-V-E-R-R, where basically Upwork's another one, isn't it? Yeah. Upwork. And basically you can just find, you can put you. So I put a job on. I was like, I need a jingle for a podcast. And literally, I think we paid. It was like $50 or something. Yeah. And it was it was, and we love it. We look so quick. And I was like, why was I wasting my time trying to do this? And that wasn't even from trying to save money. That was just from, um, that you knew you could do it and you could do it. Yeah. And I just think I thought, oh, I can do this, but actually why? And it was trickier than I thought. And so like, when you do get support in your business, it doesn't have to be 40 hours a week, a full-time person. It can start off with two hours having somebody do your cleaning or two hours as a, from a VA, a virtual assistant who can support you with your emails or creating workbooks or I don't know, taking orders and I don't, or somebody sending out your packing orders, orders, packing, whatever. You don't need to, if you're going to sell it, you don't need to pack it. Yeah. Like when my old business was on two floors, downstairs was the warehouse team. Oh my God, they were incredible. Didn't need to go down there because it was a well-oiled machine, but they didn't want me to go down there because it was a pain in the arse. So I was like, where does this go? What does this do? And they were like, Charlotte, go back. I just stayed upstairs. I knew my place. I was in the showroom. I was creating. I was doing all my stuff. Didn't dream of going downstairs because I think what happens to a lot of people, we tra- We feel like we have to be everything. The best mom, the best friend, the best wife, the best business person. Clean my own house. Make my own funnels. Why? Don't understand why we have this mentality that it's a weakness if people apologize oh well yeah i've got a cleaner and well why are you apologizing yeah stick to your zone of genius as well because what comes easy to you is where your money maker is that's where all the the wealth all the good stuff's coming but you've got to be willing to let go of some of the other stuff and if you want your business to grow you can't be stingy with it you can't be like i'm not spending you just can't and so many people want to create a business, a really successful business, and not spend anything. And it's like, what? It's so back in the day before the internet, do you think people bought a shop and didn't have to spend anything? Or, you know, say a coach back in the day would have an in-person office. They were spending tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands before they'd even made a penny. And nowadays, people just expect it to... to come in without spending any and yes it is scary to spend but you're creating a business you're building a business what do you expect well I think it doesn't help that you do hear stories and there are stories like I love the, I love the story about the guy that created the innocent smoothies and I think I might have talked about this before because they have got a great PR story and whoever wrote it has written it brilliantly because I read it and I thought oh yeah I believed it and I'm sure there is obviously some element of truth but it was him and his friend worked in corporate wanted to be more healthy. They realized there was a gap in the market for these like innocent smoothies. They were in like Shoreditch or something in yeah, they're like Uber cool. And they did it from his kitchen. And they've obviously made it into this global massive company. They sold it for billions of pounds. However, there'll be a lot of that stuff that was missed out in there. 
like the fact that they won't have been able to health and safety been able to do you know it would only grow exactly so yeah they might have sold tents to people at work but then suddenly they will have needed a kitchen yeah, they would have needed equipment they would have yeah. had to buy the fruit before they sold it There's like so many things they would have had to have done then they had investors but the way the, the PR person has written and obviously it's been all over the press and it's just a, it is a really nice story and they are like you know it came from a place of what I like is that they did really want to change with it and everything and it was great and there's loads of stories like that JK JK Rowling's another one like she went to a cafe didn't she she wrote Harry Potter because she couldn't afford to have heating in her flat she was a single parent so she went to the cafe downstairs and it's such a lovely romantic you imagine it don't you sat there doing it all but then she will have had to go and get PR, marketing. Do you know a, how many people publisher. rejected yeah. Harry Potter? I think she got like seven or something rejections of some of the best books and so ever she written. would have had to have been, all right, bull, like that Ballsy. takes balls and tenacity. She will have had to somewhere spend money. She didn't just write this amazing book in the cafe downstairs. Go to, a, do you know how hard it is to go into a agency, like a publishing agency? They, they get billions of people coming in. So... I love all those PR stories. I love all that kind of stuff. But what happens is we hear that as entrepreneurs and we think, oh, well, I can do it on a shoestring. I had somebody that came to me not long ago, wanted one-to-one support to build a brand. They said, I want to be just like you, but I've only got, I think it was like £4,000 for the whole thing. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't even buy materials. I couldn't even buy enough materials to make, you know, I had to invest like hundreds of thousands. Was that somebody who wanted to make wedding dresses? Yeah. Yeah. And she's very talented. But I was like, did you think that? I said, well, I, I put it back. I said, well, how much do you think I invested? You're like, if you want to do those things, what do you think you need? And, and she, you don't know what you don't know, do you? Yeah. But when I broke it all down for her, she was really scared. And it is scary because it was a lot of money that we had to invest up front. But let me tell you, the more you invest, the harder you work. You work your ass off. If you've had to put money in, the more money, it's like paying in full. I can't stand paying installments. I've got a real beam on it about it. But if you pay for something in full that you invest in, you are going to show up and mm. you are going to put in so much work. So if you're like, oh, well, it's only £20 a month, £100 a month, £500 a month, whatever, you kind of think, oh, well, I don't need to put as much effort in this month. If you put 10K down on the table with probably more, you are going to show up. So mm. I pay for everything up front because it motivates me to think, right, that's a big chunk of change there. So I'm going to really show up and I'm going to get every penny of this course or this mentor or this coach or mastermind or whatever I'm in. So I don't like, I know that people love a payment plan, but for me, I just know that for me, I need that motivation to be like, and also I like to know I've done it. I'm like, well, that's gone now. That money's gone. It's spent. Yeah, you're How not stressing make, about it every month. And I'll say to myself, right, well, I'll make 10 grand this week. I've spent 10 grand, I'll make 10 grand. So... Yeah, it ups your, it's like it completely up levels your oh, money mindset, doesn't it? It's like a, that is a game changer. For yeah. People. When I see people do it, it's a massive well, game changer. Well, it's more than um, one of the sayings that you might have heard before is the transformation is in the transaction. Yes. And the reason for that is to, especially when you've got a business, to, to like lay down, for example, 10K. Um, and and pay in full 10k and I've done this before myself as well what you're saying is I believe in myself yeah I believe that I'm going to make this work so much so that I'm laying down this big chunk of change here and I'm going to make it and it does it changes who you are as a person there's a confidence in you you know I remember the first time that I signed up for like 11k course or something 
And I was like, I have to really believe in myself to do this. And it changed who I was as a person. And it gets easier to do when you do that. And it gets easier to do when you make more money, of course. But in, you've got to kind of back yourself. And that requires taking a risk. And It does. It really, really And there's, does. there's different types of risks. There's financial risks, of course. There's also risks of putting yourself out there and being judged, which you have to do in business. And there's risks of failure. And you know what? You're going to fail along the way. And you we know all what? do. That is one of your, it'll be one of your best blessings in business. You learn so much from it. So, so I would not have wanted to change anything from the things. And let me tell you, I've done some right clangers in my time. Like I've not, it's not been plain sailing either. It's up to you. And you know what? Probably continue to oh, see them in the future. But of course. It's fine. Part of the, it's part and parcel of being an entrepreneur. So. I know we've been very sassy in this. We have. I've been like we've like been like two small Been a little, been a little bit bossy and a little bit sassy today. But But it's um, all because we just love you and we want you to learn from what we've experienced. Exactly, and to not hold yourself back. Like honestly, when you when you don't make decisions, when you don't take action, you're holding yourself back from this massive success that's available for you. And not only that, and if you're into universal law, like Josie and I are, I always say to myself, well, what signal am I giving off to the universe? I'm scared. If I'm saying these things, and I want the universe to reward me and work with me, and I think the universe meets us halfway with everything we want to do. But if we are not showing it willing, it's not even going to, like, work. not going to bother. Like, I I don't know how. I always imagine the universe is, like, like a light, and it kind of shines out, and it meets me halfway, and I almost have to reach for it. That's how I kind of almost see it. Mm, Yeah, like, it's... It's not a, you're like a really strong light and sometimes it's really bright and I really feel it and sometimes it's really dull and I can't and then when it's dull it's because I'm being flaky yeah but when it shines and everything just flows it's because I I'm like hell yeah I'm gonna do that yeah I'm gonna do it I'm showing up I'm doing it I'm being ballsy and the unit and it's like that bright that light gets brighter and it's reaching out it's reaching out and it's really exciting and then it builds momentum so if you want the universe to work with you, you cannot just do a pretty vision board and hope that everything someone's going to come and knock on your door. You've got to move your ass and take your, action. You know, and, and give you a load of money. It doesn't, and this applies for everything. You know, we've all been there telling your friends about how to go and maybe meet a guy. You have to take action. You have to be bold and go on a dating app. I don't know. Charlotte went on a date today. <laughs> And I was like, go, go, go. Yeah, but I want I want to be in a relationship. I don't actually want to go on dates. Well, well, how's that going to work? It's not going to work, is it? No, so. it's not going to work. And I'm procrastinating because I'm frightened. I'm scared. I'm getting hurt. Same thing. Being vulnerable, putting my heart on the line. I was hurt last year by a relationship I was in. So, you know, it's hard to even say that, but we're all girls and we all like got to talk about these things. But then I realized that if I don't go on a date and but dates are not just going to find me because unless they're on the school run or go to Costa or live in Josie's kitchen, I ain't, <laughs> ain't going to keep them because that's what my whole life's about. So you have to go on dating apps or you have to be like show the universe that you're available. And if you watch The Secret, well, I love The Secret, even though it's the cheesiest thing on Netflix, it does show lots of different ways that where you can use the universe and manifest thing. It isn't just about business. It's like relationships, buying a house, buying a car, body, body whatever. Don't expect the universe to meet you halfway if you're not prepared to put your flashlight on. Like, Ooh, she's got in all the analogies today. 
It's that date. It's that date. She's got her, she's sassy. He made the lips on me at the end of the day. (laughs) And it was a, and it was like a a coffee in the daytime date. What can I say? Snogging in the cafe. He loves the valves. He loves the valves. Love, they love it. They love a bit about. Do you know? I've never known anyone do so well on first dates as Charlotte. I am. Do you know what? Maybe I should have a sideline like teaching people how to be on first dates without sounding like I'm blaming my own company. I am great on a first you date. Are. Everyone always asks me out on the date for another date. Josie, apparently, that you say that's unheard of. It's unheard of. She's doing great. Because if you out. don't know, I used to be a love coach, and so I still do a bit of love coaching as well. And so a lot of people struggle getting past the first date, but not Charlotte. No, I've never not been asked out again. This guy asked me to go out tonight. So we've not even finished the date. He said, what are you doing tonight? Can I take you out? And I was thinking, well, we might even finish this one. She's got some good juju, I tell you. <sighs> Just not very good when you get a few months in. Yeah. Well, we've got to work on that. We're going to work <laughs> on that. Um, anyway. We digress. We digress. We've got something super exciting. Because we've been noticing so many people holding themselves back at the moment. And, you know, we been guilty of it in the past as well and one of the biggest things about about the money mavens is about being brave so we've decided to host a three-day totally free challenge called <laughs> i can't remember josie just looked at me and i was like oh, look, look at me i don't know even if i came up with the name before um charlotte came up with the name and we forgot it i'm, I'm so gonna... glad that we we write notes and we're so slick <laughs> yeah we're so slick let me just go on the go on the landing page one sec it's something about badass and bank. <laughs> so good, we've forgotten it. Okay. Uh, bank it like a badass. Yeah. Three Told day. It's good. It's so <laughs> good you remember it. Bank it like a badass. The three day be brave challenge. So in this challenge, we're going to be supporting you to get super clear on what your goal is in business, and to then create a step by step plan. So we're going to be showing you how to create a plan for that. Then. We're going to be helping you to identify what the brave action is that you need to take. And then we're going to be supporting you with a mindset to JFDI because you've just got to do it. If you want your business to grow, you've got to be brave. You've got to take that scary step. You probably already know what brave action you should be taking, but you like pretend you don't know. Um, Because usually we know what we need to do, but we... Everybody knows in the heart of hearts. What they need to do, but we're blocking it. But sometimes we need permission, accountability, and a kick at the bum. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. So if you would like to be part of the challenge, just go over to the show notes or over to our webpage, which is themoneymavens.co.uk. And the show notes here have got the link. Sign up. And it's going to be three days. It's going to be incredible. It's going to be in our Facebook group. So you'll get sent to be part of the community in the Facebook group, which is our free group for everybody. And so, yeah, be there or be square. Time to bank it like a badass. <laughs> now we've got the name. Bank <laughs> it like a badass. So we are the Money Mavens. If you have loved this episode, what's not to love? <laughs> uh, I'm actually cringing a bit at this episode already. I think we were like bossy. But anyway, we are. This has been a good episode. Okay. okay. I, I love episode. See, look, this is what I'm doing. I'm trying to be perfectionist. Like, oh, was it good enough? Shall I put it this out? That's why we don't edit it as well. We don't edit. We just put them out. That's just playing into the perfectionist. Anyway, I'm trying to round up. Sorry. <laughs> so we are the Money Mavens. I've got dates to go on. Come on. I've got no headline up. Um, if you've liked this podcast, please do leave us a five-star review. It really does mean the world to us. And we love reading them. And it also helps other people find us. And don't forget, we have our Sassy and Seven every Monday now as well. So if you've missed out on any of those, we've got a few of those that you can download and have a seven minutes sassiness. Yep, so there's two podcasts a week now, so we're on it like a car bonnet. Enjoy the rest of your day. Love ya. 
Thank you for joining the Money Mavens podcast today with myself, Josie May, and my fellow host, Charlotte Balbier. We are holding regular giveaways with luxury prizes for those that leave us a review. So if you've loved this episode, please go and give us five stars. We really appreciate your support. For more exciting content and inspiration in unlocking your up level, head over to our Instagram and follow the underscore money underscore mavens. The link is in our show notes. Congratulations. You are now officially a money maven. Welcome to the club. We can't wait to celebrate your success with you. See you on the next episode.